The bees, Bernard. Mind the bees. Too late, Charles. They've all escaped. God damn you, Bernard. Fetch the funnel. On this week's Megacan, we're back to new hygienic schools. Another piece of Berlin is sacrificed to the god of property. And there's a river of fools across the city. everyone this is megan this is the latest episode of megan's megacan i'm here with uh conrad verner hello it's hello been, it's been ages hasn't it, it since has, you've been cause, here because i thought i had the rona it's nice to be back yeah it's nice in to have your you back. lovely book filled house yeah they're useful for uh, recording podcasts because they absorb a lot of sound yes they, they create a kind of sound studio having a load of books that's why i've got them um also useful because you lend me them which is nice how are you today hot boiling it's really hot sticky i'm sure everyone who's listening in berlin and other places in europe will also be feeling this sticky sticky stickiness Hmm. um i was looking at a, a poor man opposite me on the train today and i was like wow he's really sweating that poor man and then i caught a glimpse of myself in the window and i was like i am also really sweating visibly yeah i'm glad i didn't have to ride any public transport today that would have been a lot of sweat it was really bad i'm not gonna lie shall we drink the pain away yeah let's do it because it's hot i've had a really long and difficult day i've gone with just old reliable uh gin and tonic uh, but you can choose which kind of gin you would like. You can oh. have Gordon's and Tonic or Bombay Sapphire and Tonic. Gordon's and Tonic is the classic. Well, I mean, they're both classics. It's a gin and tonic. Mm. It's the symbol of the old, white, patriarchal Victorian par to which someone will be at some point in the world like, yeah, but it was Queen Victoria. They could at least the change the name. still exists and we've got queens. It's... We've talked about this before. It's a disaster. But the content is delicious. I don't often say that we can divorce things from their context. (laughs) But in this case, we're going to because sweet Christ suffered enough today. I'd like the colonialism gin and tonic, please. All gin is colonial gin. You should know this. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you. It's a nice one, that one. It's very dry. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait. Cheers. Oh, my lord. (laughs) I'm not entirely sure I've ever needed anything more, which means I think I'm just sailing quite close to the wire this week in terms of functional alcoholism because I'm hungover and I've been trying to cure myself with other things all day. Your summer holidays are just about to come to an end, I believe. Well, they've been at an end for us for a week now, the teachers. We've been in, if you work in my school, it depends. Some schools come back a little bit differently. We've been in for, for quite a lot of meetings. It's very nice for a school to put on a lovely drinks reception for us last night, which they did and gave me lots of like free drink tokens. And then like, if you're drinking with like an international staff, it's just the Irish and the Australians kind of at the end, maybe a few Berliners and everyone's just palmed off their drinks tokens to you. So you're just like, well, phew. yeah, if it's free, really lovely wine, <laughs> lovely, like, lovely place, lovely beer garden. can't waste it. But then like meetings from 8.30 the next day, I think is... It's oh, tricky. That's a challenge. You're setting yourself, you're setting yourself up to fail. But yeah, schools, okay. that's our first piece of news. So on Monday, all the kids are coming in. They are. 
Hundreds of them. Hundreds of hundreds little of hormonal thousands of creatures. children pouring in to our schools. So the plan is that we will go back to business as usual with hygiene regulations. Right. What are the hygiene regulations? So. Because this is happening all over Germany at the same time. Yes. It, uh, although staggered. So some states are starting earlier than others. Yes. Well, that's just all summer holidays in Germany are always staggered. And anyone who knows me will heard me screaming about the fact that I have to go back to work in August. Because. Because <laughs> Berlin just decided that one day. It's all the Bundesländer go on rotation. But I think some don't play ball on the rotation thing which means that everybody has to rotate like a little bit more mm. and i think those people are baden-württemberg and bayern who just okay. like along with every catholic holiday you name it they take it they take like ages in the summer i think all right so yeah so hygiene anyway, regulations right for yes. this what do you have to do well all schools have been working really hard on their hygiene concepts and if they're anything like us have been having meetings about it where all the teachers like quietly die inside because it is simultaneously like really tedious and also really terrifying and really sad that we have to kind of think about this i don't know it, it upset me. But basically, so some, there's a whole big debate about masks at the moment. Nordrhein-Westfalen are having mask and Pflicht everywhere. Berlin yeah. has not said that. Yeah, that's what I read. They're basically allowed to, you have to wear a mask everywhere until you start teaching. So basically until the kids are settled and, and sat down. Okay, but in, in NRV, all the kids have to wear masks all the way through every single class. That's just horrible. In this heat. Yeah. I mean, they'll get through it. Like, doctor, you know, it's not that hard. I do, I do not want to give any fuel to the flames of the idea that wearing a mask is unbearable and you'll die. It's not very pleasant. It'll be fine. But for eight hours, or it's seven tough hours, as a kid. It really, it really, really is. I mean, there's I, no, there's no two ways around it. And like younger kids are just not going to be able to manage it. They don't. So this is what I read that is happening. I think in Mecklenburg-Vorpommern where they've already had to shut down two schools already after a day because yes. they some people so, so so I think two teachers were tested positive apparently they've they've organized uh, like staggered timetables that's one thing also they, they they've made like a one way system in the corridors yeah. have, have you done that no so schools have to have a hygiene concept and right. the senat could well come out if there are cases and say right well okay let's have a little look at how you know schools have to come up with their own kind of concept i think and that's been happening kind of throughout corona like schools had to get really on on board um with that what you're trying to do also we're trying to like limit contact between kids so maybe not like they're supposed to now have their own part of the outside area where they just stay with their year group and we have two break times now actually that is something that we're doing so not right. everybody is all together at break right um, and what is happening in the playgrounds? Do they have to like play they separately? They have to play separately, yeah. But I mean, how? I mean, with us as teenagers, they just kind of like sit around and talk furtively to each other. The <laughs> younger ones run around a little bit, but that's okay. We're just gonna see what happens. But it's it's really stressful. And how? Do and I'm the, saying that as someone who's quite relaxed about it. How do the teachers feel about it? I think everyone feels very differently in lots of ways. I think we mainly feel frustrated by it at this point. We're fairly resigned to the idea that we're not going to be having a full and normal semester. There's a lot of guidelines coming out from the Senate about 
online unterricht and like having to plan you know just have it in the back of your mind can mm. these things be done at home these projects you're planning i'm like okay sweet most teachers i know are just we just want this to be over like yeah it was fun being able to do like home office and get out of bed like five minutes before nine o'clock for a meeting yeah but like it's not it's not what we want to be doing i don't know that's me talking for a lot of people but i'm just speaking and have you spoken to any of your pupils i mean well how are they feeling about it do they feel like that oh this is they i haven't yeah i know they were very frustrated at the end of last year um and they really did want to come back to school um most of them and then some of them did get to come back for like core subjects and stuff so i have seen them i've not but some teachers if you don't teach a core subject like you've not seen your kids for six months like it's it's crazy but i guess we'll see on monday we've got new year new year seven starting obviously i might have to go down and like greet them i'm their class teacher it's just so weird it's not like we've gotten these links for all we can get tested continually so i think what will happen is teachers will volunteer and we've talked about like going on a rota where we go and get tested if we're even if we're symptom free we go and get tested on a regular basis, maybe on a rotor system. Hmm. So who tests you? You just go... There's if, various test centres that we've been given uh, links to. And, and then so as we teachers, make an appointment. So as teachers, do you have like priority? So do yeah. You, so right. Because I think because they want us to go and get tested continually, because we can be then the Stichprobe, like the random testing for hmm. the school, rather than trying to test kids all the time. So you're going to get tested once a week? Or? I think it's a very... I'm not going to go in and get tested once a week, but I will volunteer to be someone who goes. I think it's a it's a it's a socially responsible thing to do. Mm. Um, the more we track and trace, I think the better. Yeah. But it's on the one hand, we're kind of like, right, we've got to do this because we need a hygiene plan. But for the Senate, and we're also like, we also need a hygiene plan. Like this is a very real threat. Yeah, and it's it's just a very very hard thing to wrap your head around. And you know, I do think like lots of schools and stuff are doing a really amazing job not just in germany like the world over of kind of like adapting to this mm. and it's really hard and it really sucks well to, <laughs> to cheer you up a little bit oh god let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about people who don't think that it is real the covid19 yay who came out to berlin last saturday maybe you saw them uh, i didn't there unfortunately. Were... i fortunately i did not but i know that you did well, I, I had to go to work. And you, so you, I had to... Beautiful text message said you had to twice co- cross the river of fools. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awful. That's how you put it. Well, because it, when it, it's whenever something is happening. It's like, it was like the marathon. Like whenever the marathon is happening and I have to get to work, I have to somehow get across the marathon twice because it goes in a ring. And you're not really supposed to get across, the, especially on a bike. It can be dangerous. So you have to be really careful. But luckily, these people were mainly walking and they were bonkers anyway, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> and, uh, and so it, was, it wasn't that difficult to cross them. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't precarious. Uh, but, and yeah. give me, like, give me a, paint me a, paint me a, pic, pic, paint us a picture in our minds. Of who there was, who was out there. Yeah, just generally. What, what were we thinking? What? Well, it was, a, it was a very much a cross-section of... Uh, like the, the the crazies, as they say. No, they were That's like, so, like right, cross section okay. of. There weren't there weren't actually that many organized groups. There were a few organized groups, like there were some representatives of far right and far left type people. Yes. But they most of the and they were most of the people. You got the impression they were like 
just generally people who've watched a bit too much YouTube. Yes. And, and there's so many different ways. There's so many different flavors of too much YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And they're all, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's that not COVID's like unboxing. Bringing... You could watch unboxing videos for a while. That's probably. If you're like four. They love that. It's weird, but that's a whole other podcast, yeah. uh, which uh, we're not going to record. No. <laughs> so it was called, it was dubbed the Day of Freedom. Yay. Because they wanted us to be free of the pandemic. They were like basically People protesting love, against love- the pandemic. <laughs> they said they, they, I which, mean, I hear you. Which, like- yeah. And they don't think it's real. They think that it is being, that, that, that an, an authoritarian government is trying to push this pandemic so that they can introduce like, I don't know, drones and AI or something and make you take a vaccine. It so, wasn't very clear what they were protesting against. No, and this is the same people that will not be out protesting the use of drones or the fact that all those drones <laughs> go through that place in Germany to go and like no. kill people in the Middle East. It's not about the drones. No. Also, what exact authoritarian thing? Like, we can't go to clubs in Berlin at the moment. Yeah, exactly. There but aren't any bloody measures. Like, the only thing you can't do is uh, go to a nightclub and dance. Yeah. But you can go to a nightclub and drink. I think also, like, like a lot anyway. of people are really, really suffering. The And, like, the aftershocks of this are ongoing, and it's not even, like, aftershocks yet. But... Yeah. And, um... So, yeah. And then, uh, then uh, what is... It's odd how... That Germany is doing this though because they had much tougher lockdowns in Spain and in France and in Italy they had like really and they had a lot more deaths than Germany did Germany didn't have many deaths and had a fairly moderate lockdown in comparison mm-hmm. and um, and yet there were no protests like this in any of those other countries yeah. it was all in Germany Why I is think that? I guess in a way if if you know people which most many many people in Italy and, and Spain and places that have been really horrifically hit by this very hard to deny the fact that the virus is a thing if like two people that you know have died from it right ha- you know a lot more people have had it I guess maybe there's yeah that it it's also just this is not just in Germany this is like well it's in America there's a lot of I and the UK it's like in America, it's all the religious people saying that if you put on a mask, you're you're defying God's beautiful breathing system. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> it's it's blasphemous to wear a mask. Oh. But I, I, but I think again, it's just the the. But it is. It's I, so I, weird. Well, is it is it weird? Because again, it's been drawn down these very political lines. And these lines are not new. Yes, you've got like lots of different like cross sections of sort of society and things, but these tend to be people who are seeming a bit more like individual power rather than uh, um, kind of more uh, actions that everybody is doing and everyone is kind of buying into. Um, hmm. You've got your anti-vaxxers in there. Hmm. You know, you've got your 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 far right, apparently far left as well. I'm gonna. Well, they they're, they're the, always the f- saying that though. Well, there's there's a little bit of a meeting. Uh, the, the, they 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 come together 
over Bill Gates and about the threat that Bill Gates represents. Because he is like big business and yes. he is uh, he is controlling the world's governments. And yes. he wants everyone to take his vaccine, which has got little tiny robots in it so he can follow you around. Mm. <laughs> I think Sweet. that's what it is. No, I'm not going to get like uh, Bill Gates is well-meaning. I don't think charity works, but uh, <laughs> again, that's another whole podcast. But my point is, like, it it is just this, like, odd thing of, to me, there seems to be, like, this red faden like the red the red string or the red line as they say in germany that like goes through and like connects Mm. these things and it's just like my discomfort my annoyance my whatever with this is more than my commitment to collective good maybe i'm being very cynical but i'm very hot um and i think of course none of us want to wear masks i don't want to sit in staff meetings nobody wants to like lose their job and go on Kurzarbeit or Arbeitslosengeld or you know all of the stuff that is happening to people or lose their business and it's like these movements always do like make America great again you know let's let's just prey on people's desire to have to not have to stare the fact of this really terrifying global virus which is changing the world in ways that we cannot fully understand then and it's mm. really anxiety inducing let's just i think yeah people don't seem to be able to fathom that it is real they don't seem to be able to fathom that, it, that there is this that, that this is a thing I that was is a real, changing i like, started out like that you know and um i was a covid like denier <laughs> My friends are apparently like worried about they're like she's gonna be like our risk person, she's gonna give it to us all. I was like a total dick. But it's it's understandable though, isn't it? Because it, it is. And from my life, perspective it was just like this just, is just, you just another want life to go on. Yeah, you want life to go on, you don't wanna be challenged, it's terrifying. And also for me, like I was so used to the media telling me that the yeah. the world is gonna end. You have panic fatigue. I do. And the thing is, like, if your life is also, I don't know, it's, it seems very complex and also very simple. Hmm. But um. anyway, there was more, more people out than I thought there would be. I thought I was, yeah. people were saying, like, how many people do you think are going to turn up? Because they initially registered a demo for one million people. Which would have been a third of the population, like just under a third of the population of Berlin coming to berlin and going out to like it would have been like it would have been like the love parade or something but um and then they then they revised it down to ten thousand, and i thought that is even that is pushing it i thought maybe five thousand, but apparently they they um they they chartered buses from all over germany to come and there were in the end there were like up to twenty thousand you know people out, which is quite about, i think like the chartering of buses and shit like <laughs> It's interesting in a city as big as as Berlin. I don't know. It's weird. The only other like big, I don't know. 
I just feel often there are things that like are bust into Berlin. Well, and it's just like have your protests in your own wee towns. Well, they do that march for life every year. I can. I Michael Müller, the mayor. He would agree is with he's you. He's still around. Yeah, people What's... always forget he still exists, but he is there. <laughs> I can't even remember his name half the time, and it's so it's well, such a like blur name, much like. Yeah, it's hard to remember his name because it's 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 just such a. It, it it's, slides it's a very... away from your tongue, like his visage kind of slides away from your eyes. It's so anyway, beige. Yeah, he agreed with you, and he said that, that these people come from. He was on the RBB, and he said people, all these people come from Frankfurt and Stuttgart to rampage through our city they get a demonstration okay. right on the basis of hygiene rules that they then ignore and the worst is they simply don't recognize the facts and the risk to the health of other people yes absolutely true however we get into very dangerous territory don't we because there's a difference between me going i wish you'd stop busing like pro-life people to march up every september through the streets of like my adopted city holding white crosses Hmm. for your march for life and also maybe for these covid people that would be great difference between me moaning about it and the mayor of berlin being like because you you gotta let people protest yeah that is enshrined in the german constitution mm. the and it's quite uh it's the legal situation if if you don't mind me getting into it a little bit it's quite do. complicated anything that makes me not have to think about COVID because officially, 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 according to the German Constitution, you That's don't. That's pretty need... official. Does it get more official than the Constitution? <laughs> you don't need any <laughs> a, any permission to do a protest. Like we could oh. just go and if we got a hundred people together, we could just do do a protest. Now we wouldn't need to tell the police about it. But apparently, it is. I don't really understand how it works. But if uh, the police can um, break up a protest. If they feel like there is a, a, a danger to public safety, which obviously in a coronavirus situation, that's what actually happened on Saturday because they said they weren't keeping the, to the hygiene rules. Yeah, which, which is are in fair the law. enough. So that's a danger to public safety. So we can break up this protest, which they did. And, um, and also they can, if anyone is carrying weapons, even if they're not using them, if you're carrying like a, a, a baseball bat, you can't go around... A hundred people can't go around with the baseball bats in their hands. That would be an illegal uh, demonstration. So you could, they could break that. Yes, up. but then of course we get to the problem. So, as someone who's sometimes, uh, in a in a minor way, involved with like doing protesty things, there's always this thing of like, right, well, we need to announce it to the authorities. You need to register it. Da, 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 da. But apparently, you're saying that you don't actually technically have to do that. That's like you being yeah. giving them a heads up and whatever. Yeah. And I imagine people do that because then it means the police are more amenable. And then we get into this discussion about how much do we rely on the police to be able to to carry that responsibility of what protests will be allowed to take place. Yeah. And which won't. I mean this happens. And I in wish other I could too. say that I would rely wholeheartedly on the Berlin police to be like Whatever the protest is about, we're just going to make sure you are kept safe. Yeah, and, and we're going to close the roads, safe. for example. They, they have to know so that they can close the roads. But um, so there were other protests last Saturday, one of which happened in Neukölln. I know. Where you live. Yes. In the Schillerkies near the Bar Syndikat. Yes. Um, um, I didn't actually 
2,500 shame people. shame I was not at this protest. Um, do you know what the Zindikat is? Um, yes, I, I do know a little bit, but I'm going to tell you what you know and then you can fill it out. So the Zindikat is a, a sort of alternative bar uh, that's been running for like, I think, 35 years today. 35 years I read today. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of these spaces is is a really important part of of certain communities and, and certain areas um, in lots and lots and lots of different ways. And so many of them are, of these spaces, are under threat from investors who see a funny little graffitied bar and they're like, how is this even important to anybody? I mean, you can get wine for two euros. Well, probably they also think um, no one's going to rent an, a, a flat if there's one of those bars at the bottom of it, so we need to get rid of it. Well, exactly. Because they want rich people to move in because their rents are quite it's high. Freaking Shillikis as well. I don't live in Shillikis, but it is really nice. Yeah, it's lovely. And it, but Everyone it, it, wants to live in there, I but know. I'm sorry. Oh, I wish I could just make it like. It, Yes, anyway. So, we had a, so about 2,500 people went out on Saturday and the, the demo lasted less than an hour because police broke it up because there were a lot of Linker Outer Norman there and there is generally a lot of tension between police and Linker Outer Norman. And uh, according to the Tagesspiegel anyway, they were throwing stones at police. So the police broke it up and they were also like trying to, they were trying to like smash windows in new apartment blocks that have been interesting because that is not what i read what did you read on left-wing twitter today <laughs> the story that i very briefly and i i hold my hands up this was literally like scrolling through twitter on my way here that there was actually a celebration planned where they were going to screen documentaries and films and things and show some art in celebration of the 35 years of syndicate and then at last minute, maybe it was like it was like a quasi demo or something, and the police cancelled it. Oh, you're and talking about the one last night, though. You're not talking about Saturday. Well, I'm drunk now, just full disclosure, <laughs> so I can't be expected to keep straight in my head to events. I'm so sorry. Jesus. Well, the one that on Saturday lasted an hour because yes, they were, because they were they were it was quickly broken up and there was a lot of violence, like a lot Good. of people like police. Um, I don't mean that in a individuals getting hurt way, but like, come the fuck on. Yeah, there was like, it was a, it was, it was, it got, um, it got violent, it got tasty, and um, then they had another one planned for last night, which was registered for the whole night. So it started at like a. 10 p.m. and it went like up to 10 a.m. or something like that because people are grieving yeah. and i think that and then at the last minute the police said yeah. you have to move it out of the way you have to move it down the road to the square which is like a few like a like hundred meters down the road because we need space to let the gerichtsvollzieher in like, like the, the court officials who come in and, and seal because this was eviction day today was eviction day yeah. so the court official has to come and like, like basically change the locks in the doors and lock it up and um, clear it out. So they did that. And yeah, the last minute the police said you can't do it. And there was, a, there was about 40 arrests last night. And I, I went there this morning and local residents told me that they'd seen police beating people up. And it was, I saw, when, even when I was there, I was there like about an hour later 
and it was still a lot of anger and bitterness in the streets. Yeah. I saw police and and um, locals really shouting at each other. Mm-hmm. Like I, when at one point there were still like riot vans all the way along the road, and police just hanging around, you know, you know, just looking there was at people. Seven hundred. Seven hundred cops came out last yeah. night. Yeah, deployed. Um, Seven hundred in yeah. fucking riot gear, like. And what were they doing? They were protecting the property rights of a billionaire property fund from the UK, which pays its taxes in Luxembourg. That's what they were doing. That yeah. we were paying for to protect as as taxpayers in Germany. We were paying to protect the property rights of a of of, a, of an offshore property investment company, and and the police didn't really care. Like I saw, like like one guy, like I saw that there was a lot of like like. like anger in the streets like every like i was standing with a couple of other people and they said and the police came and said can you move on to the onto the onto the uh pavement now please and then this other guy who's next to me said like aren't you ashamed of yourselves and uh and then and then this other time there was this this altercation with this woman and then the policeman got into his van and he turned on the loud hailer and he said like sarcastically so is the zindikart staying open or not you know he was like he used this he used his uh he used his loud hailer to take the piss basically and there was like a lot of like on the ground like a lot of tension yeah. but the people who are benefiting from all this tension in in these in Berlin. Have no idea. Don't give a shit. They didn't even turn up. There was an eviction hearing last October when they decided, when the Berlin court decided. No one from the company, no representatives of the company, actually even showed up for the eviction hearing for the, last October. And they wonder why people might throw a few stones at the police. Yeah. And there are so many layers to this, and I have really. I don't think it is helpful to label all cops as bastards, to use a popular, a popular phrase. Um, I really, really don't. I, I, I don't think that's fair. And there comes points. You have 700 state operatives there. Hmm. And as you said, deployed against people with who who want to keep a community space open in their community and you've got 700 people in there representing foreign pars i it's mad yeah like and and we just we don't we don't see the connections between things like it it looked like a fascist thing some of those videos today where you've got like rows of riot police marching through civilians Hmm. like your police force to me should not be deployed if we have a true democracy what about this is democratic for the german people how is democracy playing out here well the, the they're we're represented by the state parliament the Berlin State Parliament. Well, they're f- what are they doing? Well, the Linker and the Greens are very critical of the way the police were um, used and the way the police were... Right. Um, uh, the, the, the Right, and, and that made a difference, did it? 
No. Or do we have... Some people say that the police, the, the, the local politicians should make more of an effort to find a you know alternative spaces like find other places where these people where where you can have uh bars linker bars um well anyway there was no effort we're not moving hundreds and thousands of people whose lives have been positively impacted by a space like syndicate so some dude can make more money in britain and doesn't even show up like this is what like this i don't think party politics is working anymore I don't care if the linker say that this is. Um, they did try, and if I can just defend parliamentary politics a little bit. Good luck, because <laughs> I is wasted right now. They did try. I'm very hot and angry. And mediate. They they like they went and um, no one could contact. Like there, there was a lot of different situations like this in Berlin. It's happening all the I, time. I'm not sorry. I'm and not. And they did try and um, mediate with this company. It's called the pear group as in the fruit the pear i've heard about them before ah that's called they pear global. fucking nice don't don't they you like I love pears. pears i love pears they're one of my favorite fruits and i bet it's gonna taste bitter in my mouth from now on <laughs> you fuckers they're you named after pears for me they're actually the whole family is called pear it's the pear family you shouldn't be allowed to have a jolly surname if you're evil. They should be like the Voldemorts or something. The uh, Devilles. There are three of them. There are three brothers. There are oh. three pair brothers in, in London. And they own property all over the world. And this is it's what's interesting is that it only it took Zindy Cart to happen to even find out who owned this building. No one yeah. knows who owned this building. It was It's officially owned by a subsidiary of the pair. Like a mini oh, pair. Fu- no. I'm not having this no this is my point but this is the problem the whole system is fucked yeah and (laughs) can I that is true but can I just (laughs) can I just go into something a little bit quiet desperation in your eyes can I just tell you some facts before you cry at me I want to have like a little bit of detail about how fucked it is I want to introduce no. a little bit of detail no. because it's interesting. I'm putting my sunglasses on. <laughs> okay. Fine, go. So, um, all this when this happened. So the um, the the syndicate they they were in the in that building for thirty three years until two years ago, and they they suddenly had didn't have the Mietvertrag verlängert. They'd always just had it verlängert. It'd been automatic. It hadn't been a problem. Suddenly they didn't have it verlängert, and they were like oh well who owns this building then who is our landlord and then it kind of started to come out like it then then different people started to investigate local journalists started to investigate they started to investigate and they eventually tracked down um all these companies they said they they, their company was registered to an address in luxembourg which to uh and under the same address another 75 companies were also registered right right great and but it took uh, and through different layers like they 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 kind of worked out it went through luxembourg and the cayman islands and not the cayman the the british virgin islands right like either one of that the british virgin islands the cayman islands like all wonderful social socially beneficial um (laughs) but they had to trace what is interesting is they had to trace it all all the way through these different um, subsidiary companies, letterbox companies, to finally figure out that this pair family in the UK owned this building 
and not only owned this building, but owned 3,000 other um, apartments and properties in Berlin, just in Berlin. And no one even knew about this company before. And it was only just, that 3,000 is a lot. 3,000 is like, well, that would make them one of the biggest property owners in Berlin. No one even knew they existed before. Like no one, like no one used this family, and it was just through this, through this sort of research, and and because this came out, and that is happening all the time, and that's why. But you know, I'm just glad that um, these people who obviously have so um, little resources, and and the whole system is set up against them, that they've got 700 riot geared police to to defend their rights. I think that's really when we talk about the police and what it's there for in a democratic state, that's really it, isn't it? That's Yeah, well protect, so. serve. What what do the Bundespolizei have like a slogan? Probably not. No, they have a song. I don't want to talk about that <laughs> song right now. I I have <laughs> Anyway, I just thought it was like you, um, you should support Deutsche Wohnen and Eignen. Do you know about this campaign? Yes, I do. We've so, talked about this a few yeah. times before. Oh, yeah, with um, Joel when he came on. Yeah, hi. So, man. yeah, so there's that. Yeah, let's let's uh, make these... Let's just seize all these assets for the state. Mind you, before we do that, we've got to sort the police out and the state out itself. Because then you're just taking it from the pairs and giving it to the fucking goons in the CDU. You're going to fucking give it to Volkswagen. <laughs> what did you... That's my favourite thing you've ever said to me was the CDU was the political wing of Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, it's I think true. about that at least once a week and I <laughs> chuckle to myself. <laughs> uh, my hand holding this mega is so sweaty. <laughs> All right, I think I, I think that it. might be a good point to uh, on that wrap up note. Now that you've got sweaty um, hands, everyone stay hydrated. Um, on a hot weekend. Yeah, please. If you're a police person, I, you don't have to do it. Well, you know, be nice. If my job was like right, so part of Corona is we're gonna just like whack the kids with billy clubs. Like, I'm a strict teacher. I think mm. rules are good sometimes. Not going to do it, though. Mm. Fucking 700 to go and close a bot. Sorry. Um, stay hydrated, everybody. Enjoy the lovely weather. Yeah. Thanks, Conrad, for... Depressing you again. All of that again. <laughs> uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you.